Hey, have you ever wondered how the ultra wealthy grow their real estate portfolio so fast and furious? Have you ever heard of the infinite banking concept? Learn how you can become your own bank and build out your own real estate portfolio like the pros, like the ultra wealthy. Call Ed Knezovich or Ryan Miller at Next Level Continuing Education at 614-648-2440. Learn how to purchase investment real estate without spending a dollar of your own capital through Next Level Continuing Education. 614-648-2440. Hey, it's Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time, the next episode. I love this gentleman sitting next to me. He drove all the way from Sandusky, a four-time state champion for St. Mary's, Jared Opfer. Welcome, Jared. Uh, thanks for having me, Coach. The famous Opfer brothers. <laughs> we talked about a little bit of your lineage, kind of like the Hanson brothers here from Richmond Heights, you know, multiple state championships, place winners. I, you know, you told me the story about Troy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not the, he's the only one that didn't win a title, but man, what a career. Second, right. second, second, third. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Right. So we got you, we got uh, Drew, mm-hmm. right? And Drew right. took th- three times. Yep. Yep. And you're the uh, first four-time state champion in that area. Am I correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. Northwest Ohio, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. Know. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So uh, and you're also with the OAC. What's yeah, going on yeah, there? Yeah, I just wrapped up a season there. This, okay. this season, obviously, we talked a yeah. pretty pretty crazy year, but uh, really, yeah. we did what we can and you know got the kids on the mat in a safe way. So a really good year this year. Tough way to do it, though, this year, man. I'll tell you, we had quarantines, you had quarantines, mm-hmm. right. and some of the... You know, some of the things that these kids uh, really challenged us to be the best coach we could be, I think, this year. Right. Dad. I don't think there was a close second. <laughs> Not even close. I Not mean, even close. Right? Yeah, from coaching and, you know, dealing with uh, the events and administration, a lot of moving pieces, right? You wake sure. up and you think it's, yeah. you know, going to be here and it's over there, right? Something new every day. Mm-hmm. So right. I just woke up saying, okay, what's, what's going to be, what's happening right. today, you know, right. right? Yeah. And then also, too, um, you know, you had to almost kind of coach the parents mm-hmm. too, and coach the administration. And just taking temperatures and writing the forms and all that it was just a pain in the butt, really. Right, right. Just to get to practice, right? You know what I mean? A lot of hoops. And then I, we had to clean the mats two, three times, you know, during the thing and separation and you know, lightweights first and heavyweights, and it just really put an onerous on the coaching staff mm-hmm. to be the best they could be and get us through this, correct? 100%. Yeah, just, yeah. Was, but you did it. <laughs> yeah. You did it too. You know, yeah. We all did. You know, I think we did. It, uh, yeah. it's, in, it's in our blood, right, to, to persevere and, it is. and, and you know, deal uh, with the cards we're dealt. Yep. So. And, you know, it's interesting too um, because people say, well, four-time state champ, so he just must have dominated, right? You had some tough matches winning those titles. Kid Alaga. Oh, yeah. Kid, yeah was a stud. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think uh, Nick, uh, what was his last name? Borges. Yeah, Borges. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, were some yeah, tough yeah, matches yeah, there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. In your freshman year, you had to go into OT to a right. guy that beat you. Right, right. So tell me a little bit about what it took to be a four-time state champ. Uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, mm-hmm. A lot of, lot of preparation, a lot of luck. You yeah. know, I mean, you have, we talked about it earlier, injuries. You yeah. Know, and that, you know, it's pretty blessed. And, uh Growing up, you know, I was part of a, a program with, you know, very supporting parents. Ed. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, my dad. Yeah. Dad, Ed, Ed, yeah. Yeah. Ed. And then my uh, my mother, Julie, yeah. is sister to my high school head coach, Jude Roth. They're Fantastic. brother and sister. So yeah, yeah. Um, it goes way back. You know, awesome. we uh, 
you know, you just don't show up and, you know, win a, a, a tournament title or a state title. A lot of years that went into it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, very blessed that uh, that my parents were in a, in a position to, to raise us boys, you know. I mm-hmm. remember growing up. And well, you had a great uh, uh, older brother, right? Drew? Young, no, Drew's oh, young, younger. Yeah. Oh, Drew, oh, Drew's yeah, younger. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. Right. I it's do all, my homework, it, but sometimes yeah, I make a mistake. Yeah, it goes uh, <laughs> myself and then Drew okay. and then okay. Corey and then Troy. So, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Um, you know, the whole, you know, we all had successful careers, but it, a lot sure. goes into it. And it goes back to the parents, you sure. know, knowing when to push, when to, yeah. pull, you know, pull back. And, and they you know, that's so spot. important, too, because we talked about that with Vic Voinovich. Mm-hmm. We just released right. the episode today right. about these toxic parents, mm-hmm. you know, and their behaviors and something this live vicariously. And, you know, he was talking about how you see a parent, you know, a kid would throw in the boots and get turned. And he right. said, never throw the boots again. How not, dis- what a disservice yeah. to the kid, just on so many levels. You're right? not learning at that point. No, right? you're not. Plus, it's also like, really? Have some fun. I mean, this is, you know, right. the sport is to have fun, right? right? So, uh, and I think, you know, you look at a guy like Cale Sanderson or Spencer Lee. Right. Spencer brought fun into the Iowa program, mm-hmm. and that's why I think they're doing better, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to the old school where even though you had this mentality like a Vince Lombardi, you know, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the players that played for Vince Lombardi loved him, would go through a wall from him. But ultimately, it wasn't. It, it's not like that military position now. You know, the military right. strategy. It's more of an inclusion. You know, and we had to really learn that today or this 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 year as right. a coach. Right? right, the inclusion of the entire organization, the entire family, to be part of the decision, which I think you were raised with. Right. Uh, going back to my dad. You know, they uh, back in Sandusky, mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Jude and my dad and a few sure. others. Uh, they started up what was the Paul youth wrestling program, St. Mary's feeder program, mid eighties, right. They started that, had a great group of people. Yeah. And, you know, you fast forward to early two or nineties, then Mm -hmm. that those programs, you know, in, um, early nineties through 2007 or eight, whatever it was, you know, they were top 10 in the state every year and what it was, but they didn't forget. Mm -hmm. My dad reminds me of this. He's like, you know, they didn't forget to have fun too. You know, they, they went to the tournaments and they, Went to the local restaurant after as a group, and uh, you know there was a lot of key people, camaraderie, that, family. that made sure they were yeah. having fun. You know, you're yeah. going to win, but the kids are going to remember going out. You know, I think Vic mentioned getting the pizza in the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And you th- don't burn the kid the, out. That's you know what, what I mean? the kids going to remember. Exactly. And, uh, you know, yeah. with with the OEC position, you know, those that know about the events we put on, it's 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 about teaching the parents too, right? That's they awesome. they have to learn it. You know, mm-hmm. and there's no. Um, no book on how to raise a perfect child and it's a moving target and you, right. you know when you're in the chair it's sure. it, it gets emotional right sure. and if you're a parent it's yeah. uh it's hard to keep that in line and yeah. um so that, you know that's one thing we try to do is look here here's what we're doing you know at the oic mm-hmm. we're teaching parents too right yeah how, how, to, how to react and how to coach and how to and how i think interact. it's about communication right correct you correct. know to communicating to the, to the parent prior to this to, to the year what we're going to do what we want to accomplish and why right how we're going to get there and why right you know and in what time frame so you know you run it like a business basically and you but you also run a family like you know like a family and the other thing too is that i don't see uh, a lot of parents um communicating back is if there's problems you know i want to know good i want to know good and bad news fast mm-hmm. so i can address it right? right and let's 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 provide a solution so i think that's what I think you're talking about, right? Oh, 100%. You have to know what the issue, if you're going to improve anything, you have to know what, what the sticking points are. And if, exactly. if you're not communicated 
what the issues are, how, how you can improve, right? Whether it's your youth program, whether it's your business, mm-hmm. whether it's relationship. Family. Right? Yeah. Right. Tell me, you know, right. how can I be- get better? Right. Uh, and so you're bringing that to the airwaves as well with wrestling philosophy. I've yeah, listened yeah, to a few of those yeah, and they're fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks. It's, it's a little bit different vibe than this. Correct. Okay. It's a little bit more locker roomy, which I love, you know, and, and, uh, and we can get a little locker roomy here too, but, um, tell me a little bit, why did you start that and what was the, what was the inspiration for it? Uh, well, going back, uh, helped Zeb Miller launch his Go High Cast. You know, okay. he, we brought him in the OAC events back in 2008, you know, nice. before YouTube was a thing, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, I was teammates with Zeb up at Kent State. Sure. And I just, he has a passion. He comes from a history of, of wrestling family at, yes. at Oak Harbor, you know, great family. Wow, Doug Blay. Yeah. And it's, I don't uh, know if you know that name, Doug Blay, but he was, he was a stud. He was two time state champ out of Oak Harbor. Okay, okay. Yeah. They had the, that crazy green and red uniform yeah, or yeah, something. Still do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They beat a few of our guys. I think, yeah. I think Blay beat one of our guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah great program. At Beachwood. George, sure yeah. uh, you know, coach Bergman up there, you know, sure. quality program. But anyways, you know, Zeb launched that, uh, you know, Ohio cast and, okay. um, you know, he just has a passion for the sport. You know, yeah. he, he's, you know, traveling, I don't know how many thousands of miles, you know, to get these interviews or sure. cover events. But, uh, yeah. and, you know, and then, uh, so it was always in the back of my head. He yeah. actually had a, you know, an uh, interview with um, Ron Burnett. And, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, the conversation with him, you know, really, I was like, man, there's so many stories that are lost yes. in, in our sport. And yeah. uh, so many situations where, you know, we talked how hard this year was, right? A first-time parent, a first-time coach, they may think, oh, it's going to come easy, right? I'm, yeah. I'm going to be a, a great parent. I'm going to be a great coach. Well, yeah. so the inspiration, you know, was to capture stories and okay. kind of spread how, how it really is, right? Sure. It's not all, sure. yeah. it's not always easy. So that no, was the inspiration. Roses, man, sometimes, yeah, yeah, so that was imp- inspiration behind it. He, sharing some stories, capturing some stories, um, you know, so so people can hear what how, how it really is. So. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing too, is that uh, reality is important, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but also too, if you want to, to, to get something great, mm-hmm. okay, you also have to have a vision. Mm-hmm. And so this, I think, gave us an opportunity to really focus in on not only the now, mm-hmm. but what we want to have happen once we're coming out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And getting through this thing, I think, is going to make us that much stronger. Correct. Right. You know, 100%. and so here we are, right? Here we're sitting saying, I look forward to next year. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's going to be a little bit easier. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it's going to be w- more challenging because we're going to have an open situation and we're going to have a floodgate of kids coming back to the sport. I hope. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, having said that, what what's happening in at Sandusky St. Mary's and how's the program? It, it's going. Uh, my brother Drew that we mentioned, he, sure. he's part of our youth program. Nice. So, uh, you know, we have a, a great group of dads. Awesome. Uh, in their youth program. And mm-hmm. uh, so you know, right now, you know, the open mats and, you know, practices. Sure. Uh, so it's, you know, small school. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize it. Brother Drew graduated with 15 boys in his class. So come on. Yeah. And that was all back in 01. It's a very small school. We've always had very small classes. I graduated. But it's not, the, it's not a, uh, it's not a Catholic school, is it? Yeah. 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 It, it is. A Catholic Catholic school. Okay. Yep, okay. Yep. okay. So it's very small. Um, it's always been a small school. I think uh-huh. I was graduated 
60 people in my class, you know, back in the late nineties. So, yeah. you know, with that run of success, that's what makes that even crazier. And, sure. um, you know, sure. people always ask when it's come, when you, it's like Ramon, Ramon, Monroeville. Right. Like, right. Right. How the right. hell yeah. do you have four similar size? Four state correct. Champs in correct. What was in the yeah. water that yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those Same. years. Right. It's crazy. Similar size school. And it's yeah. just, uh, like we t- talked about, takes uh, a community and you know, parents yes, it and it's a, a, a good mesh. And, you know, that's what we're doing. Um, you know, just trying to, Teach, teach these kids lessons and, and life lessons and uh, yeah. uh, um, wrestling and life lessons. So, um, so that's what's going on right now. And so that's cool. That's cool. And you said that you had a couple guys make state. Yeah, one guy alternate and then one guy make state this that's year. Awesome. So yeah. So yeah, it's that's a, a, yeah. that's yeah. a huge success through this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, yeah, I remember uh, we had a kid uh, at Chagrin, um, Sam Partain. He he was uh, fifth for us. Great. Uh, and he won four at the uh, district. But man. Just to be there, mm-hmm. we all said that. All the coaches were walking around. It was at Norwalk, mm-hmm. right, walking around right down the road know. from yeah, me. Yeah, right down yeah, the road yeah. from me. That's what I was saying. And we were all like, "This is just great to be here." You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, who the heck? But there were some teams there that had forty matches, forty-five matches. Like, how the heck did you? Get yeah, yeah. And one guy said he had thirty-seven dual meets or some insane number like that. It was like, oh. how did that happen? You know? Yeah. So it was it was crazy. You know, the blood time core mm-hmm. is that that talk or that encouragement or that moment where Jared, I can do this. Jared says to himself, I can do this. Was there that, who was that person for that? Or was there multiple people or what did they say? Or how did you feel and what changed you? Uh, like I said earlier, going back, yeah. I had a great support system, you know, my parents. Sure. And then, um, and then my coaches, Jude Roth and Mark Heemstra. So I had sure. a co- I mean, four people right there that yeah. were quality people. And I guess that's kind of what, led me back to coach and they were there for me and I want to be that sure. for somebody, but they were, they were very good with communicating and knowing, you know, who was going to push hard and who was going to, you know, kind of be right. You know, you know, so you had the guy that was patting you on the back right. and the one was good kicking, cop, you, bad kicking cop. you right, butt, right, right. right. And, um, <laughs> or doing both at the same right, time. Yeah, right? That was you know, mom. That was mom. <laughs> oh, you know what? We yeah. talked about that with Vic too. Yeah. The yeah. tiger mom. Most of the great wrestlers that I've ever coached mm-hmm. have a tough mother. Oh, that's Julie. Julie. Yeah. We you, love Julie. Yeah, you ask any <laughs> uh, Kent State teammates, uh, sure. she yelled louder than Coach Romano or Coach Andresi. She, she, if she, <laughs> if you can out mouth oh, yell yeah. those two. Yeah, that, that's Julie. You ask oh any of the teammates. She, she, she'd yell, and she knew what she was yelling. You know, Growing up with uh, brothers that wrestled yeah. uh, and then having yeah. four boys of her own, she, she knew uh, what was going on in the matches and, and – Sure. Yeah, so it was a uh, very blessed going back, like I said, and uh, you know I'll never forget my what, dad. What did, no. Ju- what did Julie say to you? What I needed to hear, <laughs> you know, whatever I needed to hear, she sure. knew what to say. Yeah. You know, it was tough. She called love. you out, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she yeah. still does. Sure, <laughs> still does. Yeah, right, that's what mothers. I just talked to Betty today. My mother Betty, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> she's a tough does. Armenian chick. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. we just got today, yesterday actually. Today I got to mention this. Uh, take a little. This is just. T- second break from blood time, actually, actually blood time, that Biden actually officially called the genocide, the Armenian genocide, the genocide. First president in oh, history. Right. I got chills just thinking about that. And it's extremely important for humanity mm-hmm. to call out a genocide when it was validated, verified, mm-hmm. observed, so that humanity knows that we can what never it, happen, mm-hmm. have this happen again. Um, out of 3 million indigenous Armenians on the planet, 1.5 million killed between 1914 and 1918 systematically by the Turkish mm-hmm. government. And 
we have to identify that because that was the precursor to the Holocaust because Hitler addressed the Reichstag in 1936 and he said, who today speaks to the Armenians only 18 years later? And that gave the imprimatur to the Jewish question and 6 million Jews and other 6 million people died because of that. So we cannot be silent. Mm-hmm. And we have to, we have to identify that. Having said that, let's get back to blood time uh, and, and the beautiful Julie. <laughs> what, meant, what meant to Jared? So, so you have the support system from, you know, your mother, your uncle, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Yeah. And your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that then focuses down and, and funnels down to your brothers. What did right. that mean to your brothers? Well, you know, and during the, the moment, you, you know, growing up, you don't sure. realize, you know, what you're learning right through the sport. We know that, right? Right. And, uh, you know, I remember, you know, crying, you know, at a young age, wrestling, sure. you know, my dad, if you're not going to have fun, we're not doing this. And yeah. I am doing it, you know, crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was always his message. You know, you're going to try hard and you're going to work, uh, try your hardest and have fun. Okay. That was always his message. And, okay. uh, you know, and here I, you know, younger brothers come along and no fear, you know, and they didn't, they didn't cry. They, they were all about it, you know, and, yeah, and they yeah. kind of pushed me sure. to, okay, I can do it. If they're doing it, I can do it. And, sure. you know, kind of. Once I got old enough, all right, stop crying, right? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. you know, it was a, it was a good mix, like I said, with um, my my father, my my mother, and and the coaches. But you know, having those younger brothers behind me, okay, I gotta push through and do well, right? They're they're right. coming up behind me. They they're they're plugging away, and sure, you know, it was sure, uh, sure. we all kind of taught each other different things, but um, right. you know, kind of pass it down. Drew and I were workout partners at. St. Mary's then at Kent State as well, and then you know the younger brothers followed. And uh, some of the but, big, some yeah, of the biggest yeah. fights I've seen is between brothers. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I had Tom and Pat Milkovich on, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and they were t- they talked about some of the scraps at the Milkovich. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, we won't get into those. <laughs> Drew can tell those stories someday. If, if you well, get them on you him. know, uh, Pat tells a very funny story that was told to me by Jim Kalin, another teammate, where they had a, a competition for a Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat just drank it. He says, "I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to." He was the baby, right? Yeah. He was the he was the runt of the litter, mm-hmm. and he says, "I'm not going to participate in this nonsense. I'm just going to drink the coke." <laughs> so sometimes you just got to be smart, on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right? You know, right, that's, right? That's it's funny, but uh, well, that's great dynamics, and you know, it's interesting too. Um, talking about tough mothers, the first time that that I've ever I ever recognized that was we had a kid named Ricky Sorkin, okay, in the late '70s who took second, first, and second. First time we ever had, th- you know, a guy who was three-time finalist, and he took second his senior year on one leg. I mean, he was that wow. good. I mean, wow. basically, it, you know, destroyed me. But his mother, Lila, was a tough lady. <laughs> Jerry was a great guy, his father, mm-hmm. but Lila was a tough lady. I said, man, I got to watch these mothers, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? So it's really cool. But uh, while we're going to take a break. We got to pay homage to our sponsors because uh, we love our sponsors, Defense Soap and all the others. And come back and talk a little bit more about blood time and some of the things that you're doing now in the in the community at large. We'll be right back with Jared Opfer. Thanks. So our producer, Maverick Peters' dad, Scott Peters, was a heck of a high school wrestler. And he wrestled every day with the same guy. And they both made the state tournament. That guy was Jack Coslin. He's the owner of Serve Pro of Beachwood. Serve Pro of Beachwood is the industry leader in flood and fire cleanup and restoration. And they serve all of Northeast Ohio. But they're also short of staff. They're looking for team members. And if you're willing to work hard and help homeowners and businesses get their lives back in order and work with a former state qualifier, seek out Serve Pro of Beachwood. 
They will provide training, support, and of course, benefits. So if you're looking for that good entry-level position, seek Jack Coslin, the owner of ServePro of Beachwood at ServeProofBeachwood.com. Jack Coslin, thank you. Defense Soap at DefenseSoap.com. In the midst of our current health crisis, we at Blood Time want to thank Guy and Gus Seiko and the team at Defense Soap as a beacon of our protection. Body wipes, skin cleansers, bars of soap, shower gels, and disinfectant tablets. All this and more as Defense Soap is on the front line of our protection. Thanks to the Seiko family and their team at Defense Soap. Check them out for all your protection needs during these precarious times. Defense Soap at DefenseSoap.com Men, do you want to look and feel good? Let Cimarroni Couture fit you with the finest fabrics and the best-fitting custom shirts, pants, sport coats, and suits. We will come to your home or office, or if you want, you can come to us. We look forward to being of service to you. Call Missy, our CEO, at 216-496-2592. That's Cimarroni Couture, 216-496-2592. And we're back with Jared Opfer. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the OAC and we're also going to talk about his podcast, Wrestling Philosophy, and some of the fantastic coaches he's had on, but also their philosophy of not only getting through this pandemic, but also what the future uh, holds. So, Jared, let's let's jump into some of those fanta- fantastic coaches you were just talking about, with like Coach Seiko, which we, which we love from mm-hmm. Defense Soap and uh, Riggs, mm-hmm. uh, some of the others, and. And some of the coaches, green uh, is it green? Yep, yep. Yeah, Coach Green at Wyoming, Sam. Right. Yes, right, yeah. and so some of the philosophies that they imparted to you that you can impart to our yeah. audience. Well, I haven't had Coach Seiko, Coach Riggs on, but they're on the list. Get them, but yeah, yep, yeah, we yeah, had sure. we had Guy and Gus yeah, on yeah. with Audie Atienza. Oh, it was wow. a great roundtable. Wow, yeah, that was first yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, they're great, great people, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, the show kind of focused on a lot of coaching, um, uh-huh. but just kind of what what kind of built them, okay. right? In the stories they have, like I touched on earlier, it's it's not always easy. Right. And um, you know, I know Coach Green in his episode talks about how he approached his son in mm-hmm. lacrosse. Okay, you know, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's a little different than wrestling, and sure. you just gotta have to know your audience. And yeah. um, everyone has a different message and how they got there. And, now, do you have any uh, sons? I have I have four daughters. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 You are yeah. blessed. Yes, man. very blessed. You will be taken care yeah. of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. You, you, are, you There is no doubt that Jared Opper is going to be a very <laughs> smiley, happy, older guy because <laughs> his daughters are going to love him. Man. Right, that's fantastic. Yes, yes. Good, good for you. What's their names? Uh, Madison, McKenna, and then uh, twins Camden and Cadence. Beautiful. So, yeah. Well, we love them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I have two uh, two sons that never really sniffed any athletics. One's a beautiful and that's writer. Fine, yeah. The other one's a, a phenomenal uh, artist. And uh, the only thing I miss cheering them because you can't really stand over their shoulder and yeah, great line or right. good brushstroke. Right. <laughs> right. But you know, I'm extremely proud of them. Right. So mm-hmm. it is. It's a different mentality, right? So mm-hmm. uh, as as Coach uh, was talking to his son with lacrosse, mm-hmm. please continue. With that yeah, mentality. just the the approach on. Um, you know, how you view the sports or view the, the lesson at hand. Sure. Right. And, uh, you know, with the, with the podcast that, you know, still fairly new, 40 uh, something episodes in, but yeah. you know, just, um, 
developed some, some relationships with these coaches as well. You know, I, for years, as you know, we're on the phone driving to tournaments or sure. home, and I was like, some of these need need recorded. So, yeah. um, so that was for posterity's sake because it's extremely important to get these messages out. Correct, correct. Yeah. Especially you know, after last year we had. And, yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, especially these, from you know some of the vitriol that's going on in the public today, right. we just need to get together. And that and that was that was it. You know, there was so yeah. much content that was negative. I was like, yeah. I'm going to jump on and create some positive content because there's a lot of positive well, I love going it. on. So. That's why I want you on. This. Right. That's yeah, why I yeah. wanted you today. Yeah, no, right. and so, so so these great philosophies. So tell me maybe a story or two that really st- stood out uh, from those interviews. Uh, recently had Ross Thatcher on, uh, oh, yeah, and his, his approach of, uh, you know, a coach, and I think you've touched on it a few times of, you know, kids jumping from program to program, whatever it may be. Yeah, I don't like that. And, you know, his, his, um, great, he is a great mind for wrestling. You know, he mm-hmm. coached, you know, Kyle Snyder and, you know, yeah. you know, and he's coached, you know, at the Olympic level with Jake sure. Varner. Yes. Um, but his, his approach, you know, he's, he's coaching youth wrestling right now and, okay. you know, with these parents, it's, he's. It's not about ego with him, right. and, you know. He could, he has kids coming in his program, and he's not worried if his team's winning the title. But, mm-hmm. you know, he talks about this just this past year of a, a a young man winning a match, and he said he got the chills just like he did when he was in the corner yeah. of, of Kyle Snyder and yeah. uh, uh, Coach Thatcher. He's he's he's, he's a great guy. We're, we're very blessed to have him and you know other coaches here in Ohio. Um, sure. But uh, great episode with him, and uh, you know, great conversations. You know, that wasn't the first time I. Talk to Coach Thatcher. You know, yeah. as you know, the, there's yeah. conversations that aren't recorded, oh, that but they need to. Yes, and um, so, sure. many so, yeah, I've had many. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I'm glad that you identify that mm-hmm. because that's the that's really the glue of our society, mm-hmm. right? Is that interaction that's off camera, <laughs> right, 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 right? Because <laughs> it's 99.999 percent of all we do right. as a society is clearly off camera, mm-hmm. but that's what the glue is, right? And you know, it's interesting um, what you were talking about with. Coach Thatcher having that moment of, I remember one of the biggest joys I ever had. We had a developably disabled or challenged mm-hmm. individual wrestle for us. This is back in the early 80s, and he won and made the district tournament. Mm-hmm. He beat mm-hmm. the number one seed. Right. That, I get chills just thinking right. about That to me was like, and I'm sitting in the seat coaching this kid, and you, the smile on that kid's face right. was insane. Mm-hmm. And it was just joy throughout the entire organization the entire mm-hmm. beachwood system just said this is something mm-hmm. special right. so i, I hear I, what you're saying I, I i know i have similar experiences as a coach and i know right. i've talked to other coaches it's not yeah. always the biggest stage or the, the highest achievement that right. that mean the most right well you know it's uh, another personal experience i had um i had the opportunity and the honor to sit in the 2011 national title uh, championships in philadelphia with all the disabled former national champs Oh, wow. And there was, a, there was actually one that was wheeled in on a bed, hospital bed, right? And, you know, some of the older guys with wheelchairs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. So I'm sitting in this section as I'm watching Anthony Robles win his national <sighs> title. Is, we're, that, we're, is, that, yeah. is that poetic? Right. It was right. fantastic, you know. So I feel what you're saying and bringing these stories about these, these wrestlers and these special coaches is really, truly, truly something that we be. We're honored to do, right, Correct. Jared, as, 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 as hosts. And then the other thing that you're doing that's really special is with OAC. Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about yeah. some of the Ohio. Movie. Really, I mean, amazing things that happened this year got, that we got done, right? Right, right. and that's, um, you know, go back. It's a group of people that uh, put it together, not just I. Uh, I talked earlier about the Paul program through St. 
Sandusky St. Yeah, Mary's. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, sure. You take uh, Jude Roth, Mark Eames from my dad. Yes. They were the, the founding members of the OAC. Okay. Know, here they were driving us around the country to all these tournaments as yep. youth, and they're, they're hosting their own tournaments, and they had this idea of there's – you went from middle school conference to then a national tournament. So they had this – Vision and yes. you know, first year they had you know the Brian Brakeman was there, yes. uh, talking Brakeman about report. it, and they had uh, yeah. you know some special guests um, back yeah. in the late '90s, and so that was their vision yeah. uh, of starting it. And you know, they had a great group of guys, you know, too many to mention that you know put countless hours into that. Yeah, it's a hard, it's and, a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they put countless hours, and then you know, five years later, the youth, you know, the, it started with the junior high, and then sure. it moved on to the youth, and now it's you know. You know, statewide and uh, pretty large um, organization, but we got countless people still given many hours to make sure you know these wrestlers are getting the best competition statewide and and a yeah. and, and on a state on a stage that's amazing. You know, it, we had it this year, like like we mentioned, in an arena setting, which not many kids had that opportunity this year, right? Sure, so, sure, um, sure. So yeah, doing you know, um, we mentioned also with Guy Seiko, uh, yeah, it were. Starting Team Ohio this year, so yes, right, yeah, that's pretty special. Yeah, it's uh, been talking for for a while of starting, you know, getting the top level kids in Ohio training together, traveling okay. together, okay. representing Ohio, showing what the country has to offer. A lot sure. of times, these kids are going on other teams across the country, right? And you know, if we keep keep these kids together; they're only going to have some memories. Well, that's gonna, the way it was mm-hmm. back in the day. I remember. I'm, you know, we and we had some really right. good all-star teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. we, we could compete. Right. You know, it's back in the day when Lee Kemp beat the Russian yeah. as a high school kid. You know, right. Um, you know, and and and, and I always uh, uh, wanted to ask another podcaster mm-hmm. this question, so I'm going to ask you this okay. question: Was there anybody that you interviewed that just made you give pause to say, "I got to think that way. Mm-hmm. I got to really change the way I think and think that way." Mm-hmm. Is there, is, is, there, is there anybody that you've interviewed that's really given you really that aha moment? It's like, my goodness, that is really smart. Right. Yeah, Coach Green was a, okay. was a really good one. Okay. You know, how he, you know, he admits he doesn't know lacrosse, but, you know, he gets in the car and, you sure. know, did you give it your all and, you know, yeah. what what you learn? And yeah. um, that was, you know, you know, coaching, you know, the top team in the country. He, know, he sure. knows wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. And here, you know, like I said, I have four daughters of my own. You know, how yeah. am I going to interact with each one of them? Because each one's different. Are um, they jocks? So, Are they playing? The uh, actually, or? the daughter's playing basketball today. Uh, okay. They, the youngest, the two youngest, they, they're trying volleyball. So, I like that. Um, so, volleyball's yeah, a yeah, good sport. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, got some, it's got some juice, that yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so they're, they're trying it. Are yeah, they, so. they going to be going to, to St. Saint Mary's? No, they go to uh, they go to the uh, Margarita School. It's school okay. Down the road, oh, so, so it's yep. a, is it a... A woman, a girl school? No, it's just uh, it's just uh, different school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. And how are they enjoying that? Are they enjoying the sports? Are yeah. you enjoying watching that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love. It. I get to be dad, right, instead of coach. So big time, mm-hmm. big time. And in a sport that you're not that fr- well, maybe you're familiar mm-hmm. with it, but not that familiar yeah. with, right? Yeah. You know. So I had the uh, similar opportunity. My daughter was my jock. Okay. She was captain of the Aurora softball team. Oh wow. And I miss those days. Mm-hmm. You know, she's 23 now, and she's coaching my niece. Perfect. Who's playing now for? Um, Hathaway Brown, which is a, a girls' school. And so just to watch her, you know, she gave me a great compliment. She goes, Dad, you're in my head. Whenever balls hit to me, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I do this, this, that? And I said, you you could not give me a greater compliment. And so I bring that to the coaching world. I said, be a, I tell the, to, to my wrestlers, be a self-coach. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because if you're a self-coach, you're coaching yourself and you're hearing our words in you, you can then bring it to your drill partner. Right. And that ultimately helps everybody win, right? 100%. So a lot of times I bring the actual wrestlers in. I say, show the moves. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I taught you, but show the moves. And so they get in, you know, it, it's, it's an interactive mentality that happens and they take ownership in that. You know, and they say, yeah, oh, but, oh, coach, I did it this way, but it's maybe not the greatest way. Let me do it this way because you taught me that way or, or the or assistant coach taught me that way. So they self-coach and they self-improve Correct. and they self-critique, mm-hmm. if you will. You know, so it's kind of interesting, that dynamic. Is, are you finding any of that type of coaching techniques coming into your to your program? Yeah, 100%. Awesome. We have new parents involved. Like I said, my brother's back involved now. And, right. you know, we're, we're, learning, we're still learning as coaches and as parents. And sure. it's a... Um, that's one thing you have to be aware of, you know, your surroundings and okay, you, no one knows it all, right? You right. have to learn and yeah. be accepting to feedback, as we mentioned. So if you think you're the smartest guy in the room, you're a dope. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah right, <laughs> right? right. I mean, you know, right. uh, or really arrogant mm-hmm. or yeah, both. Right. You know, right. You know what I mean? And um, I, that's why I love our sport too, Jared, is that it's hard to be arrogant in our sport, isn't it? Because there's always that ass kicker who's going to kick your yeah, ass the next. Always somebody, right? I mean, even the greatest of the greatest. If Corellin could get get beat, right? <laughs> anybody could get beat, you know. So, it's an interesting dynamic, and I love that. It's uh, I had an assistant coach for two years, Jacob Goodwin, terrific kid, and he said this is the honest sport. Hundred percent. It's yeah. nowhere to hide, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, you know. We, we talked about the OAC. We talked about your podcast. We talked about your coaching career. And we talked about some of those transformative moments. What I'd like now to kind of wrap things up, if we if we could, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I love some of the jewels that you've dropped in this and some of the other jewels from other coaches that you've dropped in this episode. But, you know, today we have this, this coming out of uh, and we still have a little bit of non-courage, let's put it that way, uh, with some of our leadership. Um, because power without leadership is not very good, right? Mm-hmm. So I would love for you to give us some leadership, okay, to the audience, some encouragement, some courage coming out of this pandemic and some of the things that you're imparting on your wrestlers in your community. Yeah, it's uh, you know, wrestling, I agree. It's it's an honest sport, right? Very definitive. Yes. You, you win or lose, right? And, right. Um, you know, one thing we talked about, uh, coaching and parents, mm-hmm. and you know, if you're, you're new to the sport, there's going to be setbacks, but that's right. life, right? Sure. Wrestling is a reflection of life. Uh, parents, find a coach, find another parent mm-hmm. that's going to give you honest feedback. You, you, you ha- you, it's not always going to be easy, and if you think it's going to be easy or your kid's always going to win or when he loses, it's not his fault, no, it gets some honest feedback, right? And yep. you course correct from that loss and you learn from a loss. The parents, you can learn a lot from your, your kids matches or even a practice, right? You know, you don't, yeah. it's uh so, so find a, a network, find a coach that's going to give you honest feedback. You know, you don't want to, you shouldn't be jumping from club to club because you don't, you're getting the, the feedback you don't want to hear. Right. Yeah. So. That's, that's really a disservice, isn't it? To everything, mm-hmm. everything we do. If, if you don't like what you're hearing mm-hmm. and it's honest, and it's, and it's true. And where's the problem? And right? you got to look in the mirror. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that. And our society has gotten away from that. You know, we need to look in the mirror more. And in what sport makes us look in the mirror any more than wrestling, right? I mean, literally probably what 0.1% of all decisions are made by the referees. The rest are made by the wrestlers. Right. Right. You know, it's nowhere to hide. Right. You know, you can't blame the, the right guard mm-hmm. or, or, or the forward on the football uh, basketball team or the second baseman on 
it's you, dude. Mm-hmm. It's you, you know, or do that. Right, right. <laughs> right. We got some fantastic women now starting, oh, wow, starting yeah. to really make really. some noise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, both locally and nationally. Uh, and love Dave Ressler, what he's doing with that, Great right? Job. Oh, terrific. Uh, well, Jared, you, you've dropped an amazing amount of pearls today. I really appreciate that. And, um, and I love the, the, you know, the, the idea and the, 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 the philosophy and the, and really the direction to find great coaching and stick with it, right? And I think ultimately that's going to not only be best for the kid, but also best for the family at large because the the great coach also coaches the family. Correct. And I think that's what you're saying. So, uh, well, good luck on Wrestling Philosophy Podcast. Good luck to uh, you coaching with the OAC, uh, with all those fantastic coaches, and good luck at uh, your high school Sandusky St. Mary's. Uh, Jared, it's been an honor and pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. We'll be shaking hands. I like that <laughs> in this day of COVID. This is Coach Cimarroni with Jared Opfer. We are all blood, love to all. This is Coach Cimarroni. I trust you are well and about to emerge after this most challenging of years. In all that we have collectively been through, we can still find that silver lining. That said, it is my pleasure and honor to announce a rekindling and reconnection to my long-time and good friends at the Montrose Auto Group. Mike Thompson, Chris Mills, and the incredible staff at Montrose Westside have afforded me and Razor, my company, an opportunity to present the outstanding lineup of high-quality vehicles in their stable. Jaguars, Range Rovers, Volvos, and a bevy of high-quality pre-owned vehicles are at our and your disposal. I look forward to being of service to you and your family, friends, company, and associates at your request and direction. Let's get together soon to discover how we may be a solution to your driving requirements and desires. Thanks so much and talk soon. This is Coach Cimarroni for the Montrose Auto Group's Westside Store.